Welcome to the Ghost Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Willow, a clairvoyant since childhood paranormal investigator and a witch. Today, we're going to be talking about sex magic, one of my favorite subjects. <laughs> Before we jump in, I want to remind you that everyone has different views on things, and that's okay. I don't ask you to believe what I do. I just want to share what I've found in my personal path with others. Before we get into the topic, I do want to mention that this episode will be talking about mature subject matter. This is including but not limited to sex between two partners or multiple people, as well as masturbation and genitals. Yeah, I said it. Okay, you asked for this. This is discretion advised. Let's dive in. So I am currently sipping on lavender honey tea at 3 a.m. in the morning because, as you know, I don't sleep. Actually, you know, let me rephrase that. I do love sleep. I would love to sleep, but insomnia just kicks my ass. So this is where we're at. Um, and if I'm not going to sleep, I might as well make podcast episodes. So, you know, here we are. I also want to mention something that literally had me rolling with laughter the other day was someone suggested that I name the squeaky chair. I don't know if you can hear it. The squeaky chair. Dawson, because it's Dawson Creeks. <laughs> oh my lord! I I, it's this is okay. This this is the chair's name. <laughs> no, like I can't come up with anything better. So, introducing Dawson, my co-host, and also, honestly, now that I think about it, kind of an awkward co-host for this podcast episode in particular. But anyways, all right. So I'm drinking tea. Let's move on. Oh, okay. So I do want to give a, a warning. Um, I forgot to give this in the disclosures at the beginning of the show. I will be talking about sexual abuse, um, not in detail, but just mentioning it. And I don't want to trigger anyone. So if you are triggered by that subject, please listen with discretion um, because that's kind of where I want to start. You could easily skip ahead maybe three or four minutes and probably be past the subject just in case you want to listen to this topic, but you don't really want to listen to that. The reason why I want to start with that is because one of the reasons why I think sex magic is so important um, is that it actually can help us move past sexual trauma. And I definitely am not claiming that this should be a replacement for any kind of therapeutic advice from a mental health counselor or trauma counselor or anything like that. But I do want to say that in addition to therapy, um, sex magic literally has helped me release so much trauma trigger around sex. I honestly wish that I had introduced sex magic into my life at a sooner date. I really feel that it would have helped me have more enjoyable experiences with my sexual partners simply because the trauma triggers that I had really limited me from being able to step into my power in the bedroom. And that is something that a lot of times is held back by trauma because in trauma mode, a lot of people tend to hold themselves back. They tend to kind of shut down. So having a trauma present in the bedroom means that you might shut down energetically. And I honestly say this a lot, not really on TikTok, but 
to my friends and people in person and sometimes on live streams that joy, fear, and orgasms are three of the main times that we're releasing incredible amounts of energy. As a clairvoyant, I can see auras. Sometimes if I tune into them, I try to block it out most of the time because that shit gets really distracting (laughs) if you have it on all the time. Um, If you have that ability and you can't kind of ignore it, I'm so sorry. But when I see people who are scared, when I see people who are happy, um, and when I have been with partners when we orgasm, I have noticed that the output of energy is very, very strong. Due to sexual trauma, I really didn't feel commanding at all or in charge or in control at all, really, in the bedroom until I was with my current partner and they really helped me feel as though I had options. And it's not to say that every partner that I had before them was abusive or anything like that, but I had had a lot of situations where it just didn't feel like an even exchange, and that was partially my fault. I say that because at the time, I had not worked completely through my sexual trauma, which honestly, sometimes you need to be with a partner in order to move past a lot of triggers, but that I had been... uh, dealing with traumas from a rape that happened back in 2020, as well as um, sexual assault that had happened when I was a teen. And that can really make you feel somewhat powerless when you're in a sexual situation. And so it was normal for me to just kind of shut down and not be present during intimacy with my partners. And that that's really painful for me to admit because there were so many times with partners that I would have loved to be present with, but I just was unable to figure out how to do that during that time in my life. I have been incredibly lucky that my current partner has been extremely patient and kind and gentle with me, as well as allowing me to take control when I feel that I need to, as well as Um, give over control when I feel comfortable doing so. And there's that even exchange of energy that's really, really powerful when you're utilizing sex magic. But sex magic doesn't need to be with a partner. It can be absolutely solo. One of the most powerful sex magic experiences that I had was solo. And I actually mentioned this on my Instagram a couple months ago, I think where I just kind of loosely mentioned it because, you know, Instagram is prudish as well as TikTok, and it's really hard to talk about things in detail without um, kind of overstepping or making people uncomfortable. So I wanted to talk about it in detail, well, as much as I can without kind of divulging things that maybe I don't want to divulge online um, in this podcast episode, because I really do feel that I can do so without it really having to be censored. So now that you know my history with sexual trauma, um, I want to go into why this solo sexual experience was so important for me magically and confidence-wise as well as energetically. We as humans are sexual beings. That's just kind of a fact. We have sex for pleasure and we have sex to reproduce. And we are some of the only mammals to actually do that for pleasure. Um, I think dolphins are the only other mammals that they know of that do it for pleasure. And it really is something that a lot of us 
utilize and and we experience in our lives without actually utilizing it for our benefit and it's such a powerful experience whether you are masturbating on your own or you are having sex with a partner both of those experiences are so powerful and yet we just kind of don't utilize them to their full potential and i really really wanted to start doing that so one day i just out of the blue was like you know what I'm going to do this. (laughs) This is the time. It was when I was still working with Lucifer, which Lucifer has left the building. Um, He said that it was the end of us working together for now. I don't know if I'll ever work with him in the future. I hope so. But for now, he has um, exited as a deity that I've been working with one-on-one. So this was back when I was working with him closely for shadow work. And due to the sexual trauma that I had being around religious stuff, it really made sense for me to do this kind of release and healing with him. So I'm really glad that I got the opportunity to do so. So the main energies that were included in this experience was Lucifer, me, and Lilith. I decided to lay on my bed and put in headphones because I really wanted to be able to be really immersed in the experience. And Lucifer had suggested that having headphones in and listening to calming music, you know, the music that I usually meditate to or do ritual to, um, would help me to relax and be in the moment. Before I ever started anything, he wanted to explain what we were going to be doing. So he explained that he wanted me to focus on staying present since that was an issue that I had with being in the moment and being present with the energies and the feelings that I was feeling. He wanted me to focus on the sensations, so the physical feelings, not just being present cognitively with what was going on. I also particularly wanted to try and uh, come on my back because I, if I'm going to be honest, this might be TMI for a lot of you, but we're talking about sex magic, okay? <laughs> like We're getting really personal here. But I, as far as I know, cannot remember many times, if at all, that I've ever actually come like really deeply on my back. And I just didn't know why. So I really wanted to try to move past that and be able to actually do that because I felt like it was going to be really healthy for me to be able to figure that out. Because if anybody should figure it out, it should be myself. Like, it's my body. (laughs) Going more into the session and what happened, which I will be paraphrasing a lot just because I feel like it's really kind of unnecessary to go through step by step what happened because it was over about two hours. So it was a really long session. I don't want to keep you here for two hours. So I'm going to just kind of jump through the story to parts where I felt that it was really powerful and I wanted to share. The first thing that Lucifer called me out on was that in the first, I think, 30 minutes, maybe even an hour, I kept fighting actually being present and he kept having to remind me like you need to relax you need to be in the moment come back to the moment stay here like he was trying to like pull me back into the moment because I kept just automatically running away and that was so frustrating but in addition to that I also felt myself 
trying to rush the process. I wanted to just get to the orgasm instead of actually having any sensations in between. And he was like, Ariel, you need to calm down. You need to slow down. You're trying to rush it. And I was like, isn't that what we're what we're supposed to do? And he was like, no. <laughs> and he said something that was so mind-blowing because I, I had done sex magic before this. I, I wasn't new to the topic. I wasn't new to that technique. But how I had been doing it was not kind of giving me the results that I was looking for. And I finally figured out why, thanks to his helpful insight. He said, Ariel, if you do sex magic to get to the result, which ultimately is an orgasm, let's be honest, then all you are manifesting is the result and not the pleasure associated with it. Because you can have an orgasm and it will be pleasurable, but sex and why we love sex is the connecting it's not just the orgasm we don't have sex just to orgasm sometimes we do if it's a quickie but like if you really want to experience and savor sex you're not just going to be like okay you know come like that's that's not what we're doing like we're looking for the experience we're looking for the connection we're looking for that intimacy and that connection that comes with that and if we're just rushing to the end it's not the the pleasure that's really associated with it it's just this rush to a result so basically what he was saying uh you know kind of explaining what he meant by that was that if we are manifesting something by literally just manifesting it only when we orgasm and not allowing ourselves to daydream about what it is that we want while we're pleasuring ourselves, while we're having that experience, while we're feeling that pleasure in our bodies that we can associate with those things that we are trying to manifest, then all we're doing is saying that we want the result, but we don't really care about the pleasure associated with it. We don't care if our bodies are excited to experience that experience in a physical sense. We just want to have the money, but we don't want to have the pleasure that comes with having that money. We want the job, but we don't want to have the confidence and the experience that comes with having that job that we want. So by allowing yourself to really take your time and enjoy every single sensation that you're feeling during sex, during that magical, you know, sex magic session, you are allowing yourself to experience the pleasure along with the result. So after he said that, I did really slow down. I started really taking my time and allowing myself to really sink into the moment and sink into the experience and really sink into the physical experiences and sensations that I was having which really made a huge difference. On the more spiritual side of things, because I was meditating during this whole experience, during the meditation, I was in what I would describe as some sort of like tent-like structure, and I was on a table, and I was laying on my back, Lilith was next to me, and she was touching me, not in a sexual way, But obviously the sensations that I was feeling were very similar to the sensations that I was feeling 
physically in the physical reality. I ended up, I get like birthing, I guess, is the closest thing that I can think to describe this thing. It looked kind of like a fetus, but it wasn't. And it was just kind of this black tar covered mass that just came out of me. And she showed it to me and she said, this is your trauma. This is what you have been holding in your vagina. And by doing this, you have allowed yourself to let it go. And you've allowed yourself to clear that energy that has been holding you back from really truly experiencing what it is that you wanted to experience with this kind of sexual energy and sexual age that you've come into. Jumping to the end of the whole experience, I had the most, well, I don't know if it would be the most amazing, but it was the most amazing orgasm that I've had by myself in my entire life. And I did come on my back and it was amazing, but I also cried. (laughs) I sobbed afterwards because I realized that the trauma that I was holding on to, that I was so, I guess, determined to hold within myself because I think, and, and this is my interpretation of it based on what I felt in those moments. I felt as though what I was releasing was not only trauma, but I was holding on to a childlike innocence that I had held on to, thinking that if I held on to it, I could wash it off enough to have it fit in my current life. And I... Going through that experience, I just realized that I I couldn't. I could not be who I am today and who I need to be in order to do the things in my life that I want to do while still holding on to the person that I was when I was younger. And I'm talking about the child Ariel who had not experienced sex before and had not had those experiences before. And I was trying to hold on to her to have her stay with me as I become my adult self. And instead of just allowing her to just stay a child, like I, I, you cannot cause your childhood self to become an adult with you. It is always going to stay a child because it is meant to stay a child. I I was trying to cause my inner child to grow up because I felt that I couldn't be who I needed to be while also holding on to her. And that experience really allowed me to let go of her, not in the sense that she'll never be accessible to me again, but more so in the sense that I, I stopped trying to have her experience things that she is never meant to experience. Adult Ariel is meant to experience these things, but not childhood Ariel. And I think that I was almost causing my own trauma in that sense of trying to have my childhood self be my adult self. And it just wasn't meant to be. 
And I'm not saying this will be the experience for everybody, but it was for me. And I found it to be really profound. And um, the experiences that I've had sexually after that experience have also been very powerful. So getting more into the magical side of things and how to utilize sex magic yourself, um, these are just going to be some tips that I'm going to give you on how to implement it in your spiritual practice and get started with it yourself because ultimately your way of doing sex magic is going to be unique to you and what works for you. So it's really just tips on how to get started and how to start implementing it but I really encourage you to explore it yourself on a deeper level and try new things out. Try different techniques that you think might work for you and then you can kind of build your own sex magic techniques that really utilize your energy to the best of its abilities. My suggestion would be to start out doing sex magic solo. Um, I know that it's super exciting to think about doing it with a partner, but in order for uh, sex magic to be really effective with two people, both people really have to be on board with it and be willing to do what needs to be done in order to cause the effects um, and the manifestation to come to be. And a lot of times people have that I have talked to who also utilize sex magic have said that they both we're saying the manifestation out loud as they orgasm like they're not yelling it but they're just like saying it out loud under their breath to have that manifestation come to be and have more power behind it with that orgasm but the reason why i encourage people to start solo is because you're in total control of the situation. You can start, you can stop whenever you want. You can go as heavy or as light as you would like. You can go for as long as you would like. And it's not something where you're having to work with someone else's energy. You are only having to work with your own. Obviously, you can call in your spirit team or whatever deity you're working with to loan their energy for your manifestations. But ultimately, what you're going to want to be starting with, um, in my recommendation, is visualizing and kind of meditating as much as you can, but visualizing what it is that you want to be manifesting into your life or what result you are wanting to manifest and what experience comes along with that result. And if you are not a visual person, like if you struggle with, uh, you know, visualizing things in your head, I would encourage you to speak the things out. Like instead of imagining yourself in the new house that you want to manifest, you can say, I live at a house that's a three bedroom house. It's big. It's spacious. I'm happy there. I feel safe there. You can speak it out loud of what it is that you're trying to manifest and what it feels like to have that manifestation in reality. Work with your comfort levels and work with what feels right to you because that is going to utilize your energy the best. In addition to that, you can play music that you feel comfortable playing. You don't have to play meditation music. I just find it easier for me to focus when I am not hearing words, but by all means, you know, rock out to, I don't know, Breaking Benjamin while you're getting down and dirty. <laughs> and the other tip that I would have is go as slow as you can and really savor the experience. 
And while you are savoring that experience and while you are allowing yourself to really sit with that experience and feel the experience, allow yourself to visualize or speak out loud what it is that you want and how you want to feel. That is so important. Sex magic is very much about feeling things and um, the sensations that you are experiencing and the pleasure that comes from that. And by feeling those things and speaking the things into existence or visualizing what it is that you want, it really is putting a lot of power that you are experiencing in that moment into that visualization. And when you orgasm, it ripples out like a cosmic wave of energy. And that happens regardless of being solo or with a partner. Every time I have experienced orgasms, while really allowing myself to experience the sex on a spiritual level, when there are orgasms happening, it's like a ripple effect from that person, and that energy just ripples out into existence. And it's beautiful. And that is something that should carry your manifestations as much as possible. Um, and this doesn't... I, I don't want this to sound like I'm, I'm trying to encourage you guys to always be utilizing sex magic whenever you have sex because I do think that it's important to not always feel obligated to have sex be very, very deep or very, very meaningful because sometimes you just need to have a quickie and you're not going to be like, oh, wait, um, let me think what I want to manifest over this weekend before we get it. Like, just allow yourself to experience it. Allow yourself to have fun. Allow yourself to be within that moment and experience it for what it is. Um, but when you are ready and when you are wanting to utilize this yourself or with a partner, I hope that the tips that I've given help you just find your own way of utilizing it in your own um, sexual practice. And if you have manifestations come true, let me know. Because I think that'd be awesome. Like, just have a logbook of... No, I'm not going to keep a logbook of different experiences. I promise. That would be so weird. <laughs> that'd be so creepy. Okay. But I meant, like, experiences that resulted in something. Anyways, that's still creepy. I Never mind. <laughs> don't, don't share your experiences with me. That is private that is private. Like, yeah, I'm talking about my sex life and my masturbation habits online, but like, that's one thing. That's my own stuff. <laughs> okay. Anyways. All right. Let's, let's kind of wrap this up. Ultimately, I just hope that this helps you feel capable of starting your own sex magic practice, if that is what you're feeling called to do. Um, but as always, just stay safe and stay curious and keep learning practice safe sex. If you do not have safety measures in place, please put them into practice, whether that is using condoms, using birth control, make sure that you're being safe and getting tested regularly if you are having sex with multiple partners. Safe sex is safe magic. 
All right. Also, for those interested in booking with me, I know that's a really weird segue, but let's just go with it. For those interested in booking an intuitive session with me or a reading with me, um, you can go to my website, which is just www.ariawillow.com, and you can go to the shop page or book with me pages and look at the services that I offer. I do send out a weekly email to people on my email list to let them know what kind of sessions I have available that week. If you want to join that, it's up to you. It will just remind you whenever I have sessions available to book. But with that said, I hope you all are doing well. I hope you are safe and I will talk to you again soon. All right. Bye.